0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is NPR's Life Kit. I'm Marielle Segarra. So, are you traveling this week? If you are, I mean, honestly...
2: It might be a little rough. I have learned from years of travel the absolute worst time to travel is during the holidays.
1: Binay Wilson is a freelance aviation journalist in San Antonio.
2: It starts when you get to the airport parking. Then, when you get into the airport, you know, if you're checking a bag, the lines are going to be long. And then you're going to get to the TSA security checkpoint. It's going to be a little crazy there. And then once you're sitting at your gate, they might run out of seats. So I always tell people to just pack their patients. Wilson
1: travels a lot, takes about 35 to 50 flights a year. And she's got some tips for you on what to do when you're traveling for the holidays and everything that could go wrong, goes wrong. That's after the break.
0: Support for NPR and the following message come from the American Cancer Society. Dr. Alpa Patel leads a team that researches cancer risk factors, and she shares how her team makes an impact.
2: We always do what we like to think of as actionable science. So the work that we do makes its way to things like nutrition and physical activity guidelines for cancer.org, where millions of people come each year to learn about how they can better prevent cancer.
0: To learn more, go to cancer.org.
2: This
1: message comes from NPR sponsor Capella University. Sometimes it takes a different approach to unlock your true potential. Capella University's game changing FlexPath learning format is designed to help you learn relevant skills at your own pace so you can earn your degree on your terms and apply what you learn right away. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Okay, first things first. Some people haven't booked flights yet for the holidays in December. So, what is the cheapest time to do that?
2: Sooner rather than later, especially this year, um, there's going to be record demand for travel. Um, The ideal days to buy tickets are usually Tuesdays and Wednesdays because um, changes are made on fares. They're made constantly, but Tuesdays and Wednesdays seems to be that sweet spot for um, getting the best fares. With the caveat, you know, your mileage may vary because right now, you know, with holiday travel, there are record numbers of people traveling. So,
1: Do you have any advice on whether it's best to establish some kind of loyalty plan with one airline or just to fly with whichever is cheapest for the holidays?
2: Well, for me, um, I prefer to have um, status with at least one airline, because most importantly, when there is an issue, I can call a special hotline to get my issues resolved. If you don't have status, you can be on the phone for hours, depending on what's going on. If there's a computer outage, I'm I'm a weather, a bunch of flights canceled, you know, so it it really is good to have status if you can do it. Okay,
1: I want to pivot now to the day of and some of the mishaps that can come up when you're traveling for the holidays. What do you do if, you know, it starts snowing and your flight is delayed?
2: Okay, as soon as you find out, I I always tell people to make sure they have the airline app on their phone, because you get information on there sometimes quicker than the gate agents will get. So look at the app. And then they will offer you the chance to reschedule your flight. Whatever you do, do not stand in the long line. Either use the app or just call the airline directly. Some airlines will proactively rebook you. But if it's something that doesn't work for you, you should definitely call.
1: Okay. What do you do if your plane is
2: overbooked? Uh, This is that time of year. Overbooking, they're always going to ask for volunteers first. And then as a volunteer, you will get a voucher if you've got the flexibility. The more crowded the planes are, the higher that voucher is going to be. So you can negotiate that. You can say, well, if I'm going on this flight, I would like a first-class seat or at least premium economy. You ask for food vouchers. Um, 25 bucks, 30 bucks, you know. If it is a long layover, you can ask for access to the airline lounge, which is very nice. It's very comfortable, great seats, food, drink, everything you would want to be comfortable until your flight departs. But if you are involuntarily bumped, you do have some rights. Number one, you can get your money back. You do not have to take a voucher. um, And they have to accommodate you on the next available flight. It's kind of a pain. um, But, you know, you do have rights if you're being kicked off. And you're much more likely to be bumped if you paid less for your ticket or you don't have status with the airline.
1: So what language would you use as you're trying to negotiate these things?
2: I would say... Okay, I'm here to volunteer um, to be bumped, um, and they've set a price. Let's say they've said 500 But I think 500 a little low. Um, could we go up to 750 or maybe even 1000 You know, All they can do is say no. My grandmother says closed mouths don't get fed. So if you don't ask the question, you're not going to get it.
1: Now I'm going to try it.
2: Never tried something like that. All they can do is say no.
1: Okay, well, what if you get to, like, I'm just thinking of all my travel nightmares and anxieties right now. What if you get to the airport at your destination and you get to the car rental counter where you reserved a car, but there are no cars left?
2: That is such a nightmare, and I would not be surprised to see this happen this holiday season. Because if you look at the small print with rental cars, I mean, even though you have a reservation, a confirmation, you're not guaranteed a car, which sounds really kind of twisted, but that's what it is. If they have no cars, they can't give you a car. You can try other rental agencies, but if you're in that mess, it's probably going to be the same for the other rental cars. So um, I would have a plan B in place. I would um, check with family to see if they can pick you up, Or if you can, you know, get an Uber, it's probably going to cost a lot because of surge pricing. But have a plan B if that car isn't there. And then make sure when you talk to them, when will I get this car? You know, how many days?
1: So the stuff we're talking about all sounds really stressful. And I wonder what sort of attitude you need to keep in mind as these things are happening, especially if you want to get attention on your problem.
2: Yes. The first thing I always tell people is do not yell at the ticket agents or the gate agents, okay? These people can help you or they can not help you. Um, They don't control the weather. They don't control any mechanical on the plane. They don't control the situation that has delayed your flight. All they can do is try to help you. And when you're nice to them, they are much more likely To help you, I also tell people, you know, have your stuff ready for a delay. Everyone in my family and my friends laugh at me because of um, my—I call it my little travel kit. But then, when they're traveling with me and they need something, there I am. So I always have my headphones. I love my Bose noise-canceling headphones. Um, I take two power chargers and cords and plugs, so nothing ever falls off. I have my Kindle. I have snacks. You want to have your iPad or your Kindle all charged up. And you want to, if you're taking an iPad or another tablet, download movies. Because you never know if the Wi-Fi is going to be on the fritz. And I, that happened to me exactly once. And it was terrible. Because I had also broken my earphones. So I was just sitting there for three and a half hours, like, going crazy. So Like the old days. Like the old days, exactly. <laughs>
1: What should you do if you miss your flight? What are your options?
2: If you miss your flight during the holidays, you are going to have to throw yourself on the mercy of the gate agent or the ticket agent. This is not the time of year that you want to miss a flight, but stuff happens. And airlines are pretty forgiving about it. You know, if you are in the car and you know you're going to miss your flight, get on the phone, call the airline while you're still driving so you can... Um, get other accommodations. If you get there and you know that, oh, I thought I was going to make it, but I didn't, go to the ticket counter and just explain the situation and they will try to accommodate you as much as possible. It's not going to be perfect, especially during the holidays, but um, they will work hard to get you to your destination.
1: All right, so do do you have any tips for how to throw yourself at their mercy? I mean, is it like you trying to flirt a little bit Or are you trying to be like puppy dog eyes, really sad, really just straightforward?
2: (laughs) I am pretty straightforward. I'm very kind. And candy works really well. That's the other thing I forgot. I I do pack like Ferrero Rocher or Ghirardelli or Lint chocolates. I'm very blatant. I'm like, look, you know, I messed up here. Uh, I really need to get home. And if you could help me get on the 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 closest flight that i can get i would so appreciate it and then i'm like please have this candy enjoy you know so you know nine times out of 10 i it, it has worked um, i also give candy to the flight attendants cuz they work very hard so
1: everybody likes candy wow that's awesome so i was wondering if you do miss your flight are you going to have to pay for a whole other flight is it just you lost all the money from the last flight
2: it really depends on the airline. Some will raise the price, um, but they really, I will say, they really do try to accommodate you as much as possible. Um, now, if you are on a low fare carrier, um, it's going to be a little tougher because you know, they don't have the big schedules like the major airlines do. And you know one delay or cancellation can really affect everything going down the line. So you know, just keep that in mind and m- make sure that you can be flexible.
1: Yeah. Do you have any tips on holiday travel if you have small kids with you?
2: I do. I have been traveling with my child since she was 10 days old, and she is a pro. She is still my favorite travel companion. Um, For the parents with babies, I always got my child her own seat. If you can do it, it's just going to be more comfortable and safer for you and the child. Um, Same with toddlers. With toddlers, you need to bring stuff to amuse them. My child, well, this was back in the day before iPads and everything, but we had a little portable DVD player so she could sit there and watch her movies. Also, snacks. Kids get hungry. You know, Southwest does snacks, but my child likes to eat, so I always have food for her on the flight. Um, And make sure you bring an extra change of clothes because accidents happen um, and kids get anxious. I always used to bring coloring books and her favorite toys and little pillow and blankets so she could sleep. You know, anything you need to do to make the children as uh, as comfortable as possible, because you know, one one thing and you're dealing with a meltdown, and nobody wants that.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of adults that meltdown around this time yes. of year. So, what are we expecting <laughs> from the kids? Um, I feel like the last piece of advice that we'll want to give people in this is the same one that we say in pretty much every episode, like, take a deep breath. Yes. Try to remember why you're doing this to begin with.
2: Absolutely. And remember that it is not the fault of the people trying to help you. You know, show some grace, um, show some patience. Um, and show some gratitude I mean it, it, it's kind of hard when you're in the middle of something messy like that, but yeah when you just show some gratitude and I do have a meditation app on my phone too so
1: yeah, I bet that helps as you're sitting in the airport.
2: It's very helpful.
1: yeah thank you so much. Thank you.
2: it was such a pleasure
1: For more life Kit check out our other episodes. We have one about how to pack like pro and another on how to travel meaningfully. You can find those at npr.org slash LifeKit. And if you love LifeKit and want more, subscribe to our newsletter at npr.org slash LifeKit newsletter. This episode of LifeKit was produced by Sylvie Douglas and edited by Megan Kane and Andy Tegel. Our visuals editor is Beck Harlan, and our digital editor is Malika Garib. Beth Donovan is our executive producer. Our intern is Jamal Michelle. Our production team also includes Summer Tomad, Claire Marie Schneider, and Audrey Wynn. Julia Carney is our podcast coordinator. I'm your host, Ariel Segarra. Thanks for listening.
0: This message is brought to you by NPR sponsor, Lisa, in collaboration with West Elm. Discover the new natural hybrid mattress, expertly crafted from natural latex and certified safe foams, designed with your health and the planet in mind. Visit leesa.com to learn more.
1: This message comes from NPR sponsor Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at
2: capella.edu. The embedded podcast brings you eye opening reporting.
1: There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet
2: immersive journalism.
0: I could smell the smoke, I could smell the dust.
2: Personal stories. I was scared like, I can't protect you. We are NPR's home for documentary storytelling. Find Embedded wherever you get your podcasts.